are now listening to the God Girl Goals podcast, where we speak on a number of valley topics to help women like you stay encouraged and committed in your journey with Christ. Continue to listen to this week's episode to hear what we talk about next. Hey y'all, welcome back to another podcast episode. I am your host, Ivrian Healy. If this is your first time joining in, thank you, thank you so much. Um, thank you guys for deciding to click on this podcast, for deciding to listen. I know for some of you, this might be your first step to um, learning more about God or becoming more knowledgeable, knowledgeable about him and his ways. So I just want to thank you. And if you have been a past listener, I just want to thank you guys again for just continuing to support me, be there for me, this brand, and just showing love. Like I love, love, love y'all so, so much. So let's get into today's topic. I honestly feel like I've already talked about this. I could have sworn that I had an episode about this already, but as I look through my Apple Podcast app, I cannot see the episode or I don't, um, I can't find this. So anyway, we are going to talk about it again because obviously God wants me to reiterate this to y'all. So today we are going to be talking about Zechariah 4.10. Zechariah was a prophet and he prophesied to the people of Judah that God had not forgot about them and that they are to keep the covenant with God in order to receive the promise of rebuilding the new Jerusalem. So at the time, the people of Judah, also known as the Israelites, were in exile in Babylon for 70 years and they were falling on hard times while becoming discouraged and questioning whether God's promise will come to pass, as you know we do sometimes as well. So though Zechariah prophesied, or through Zechariah prophecies, he served as a light or a piece of hope for the Israelites. And in Zechariah 4.10, if you're reading the NLT version, it says, Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. And so once the Israelites actually entered the New Jerusalem, Zechariah said this as a word of encouragement to the Israelites because once they were there, they became discouraged about the small foundation on which they had to build the temple. And they knew that they had a lot of work ahead of them. So I wanted to take this verse and dive in a little bit deeper into how we as Christians view our quote unquote small beginnings, Um, whether you're building a business, starting a new job or a career, um, beginning a new goal or even a new relationship. You know, we tend to despise the beginning process, right? Like we think that starting from square one is dreadful. Like, oh my gosh, like you mean to tell me I'm going to have to learn something new. I'm going to have to learn someone new. If you're in a relationship or starting, restarting a relationship, or if you're starting a new goal or a new business, you think that it's going to take too long for you to get to the end result or the reward, as we like to say it. Just all of these negative thoughts about the beginning, when in actuality, the beginning process is so important and it is so vital to our growth. So let's take a look into what is exactly happening in the beginning process. So when you are in the beginning of, um, let's say, starting a business, you are becoming more knowledgeable about your craft, or um, if you have a gift, you're becoming more knowledgeable about knowledgeable about your gift, or if you're dating another person, becoming more knowledgeable about them. If you're starting a business, you are gathering information about your industry, 
learning what works for your audience, what doesn't work for your audience, who your audience really is, and just testing out products and etc. Like the list goes on. So say you have a business that you're starting. In the beginning, people don't really know about your business, so you aren't going to make six figures overnight. And if you do, girl, look, email me, DM me something, because put your sis on. (laughs) But the average person, however, isn't going to make six figures like the day after they start their business. However, don't think that your business is a fail because of it. And that's just like starting a new job. You're not going to know everything on the job the first day, but that doesn't mean that you suck at what you do. In both situations, you learn and you grow over time. So when you do look back after seeing the fruits of your labor, you will appreciate the beginning process because it prepared you for the destiny that God had for you or it pushed you into a greater purpose. And in Zechariah, the Israelites were discouraged because of the work that was ahead of them. And all they could see at the moment was the small foundation in front of them. And that actually um, reminds me of this YouTube video that I watched from Pastor Darius Daniels and he gave an example like all we can see is to the hill you know and then we get discouraged because things are looking like what we thought they should look like but God actually sees over the hill he sees past that and he knows that he has all of these blessings stored up and he has all of these great things great opportunities that we are asking for he has all of our heart desires on the other side and so A lot of times we get mad or upset with God because we think that he isn't doing anything, but God sees everything in full perspective. A lot of times we just look at the situation in front of us and we not liking it. So we're just like, uh, like we're complaining, you know what I'm saying? But God sees the whole picture. We only see half the picture. And so I thought that was a great analogy to explain things because that's how we are today. That's how we are as people of God, people in general. We get discouraged by what we see at the moment because it doesn't look like what we thought it should look like right now. And I'm just speaking for myself personally. I've been in business for a year, you guys, and I thought well, a little bit over a year. And I thought that by now, like in the beginning, y'all, I thought that by now, sis, I would be living the entrepreneurial lifestyle, whatever that entails, because I mean, it's different for everybody, but I guess the luxurious lifestyle is in my mind. Um, I thought I would have my feet kicked up by now. I thought I would just be done quit my job by now, y'all. And I have gotten discouraged because I'm like, God, okay, you keep sending these people to me to tell me how great my business is to tell me how my business is going to touch all of these different lives. And don't get me wrong, I'm so, so, so grateful and thankful for the lives that it touched thus far. Um, And you just had people like explain the vision that you have for this business. But all I see right now is this small foundation. Like it feels like I'm still in the startup process sometimes. Like my business still going up. Sometimes it's, it's at a peak level and boom, it's popping. And then other times it declines a little bit, you know? It's just it's fluctuating right now. But after reading Zechariah and studying this verse, it put me in check because I feel like God was like, okay, Ivory. I feel like he was like telling me not to get discouraged or feel defeated because what he's doing right now is shaping me 
for what he had for me in the future. So don't rush your success. And social media especially plays a huge factor in rushing your success, which is part of the reason why I decided to take a break from social media in December. I just really needed time to clear my mind, to get to know who I was within God, um, to spend more time with God, to have him share some things with me that he wants me to do, and to just worship. It's been amazing. Like it was so amazing to just have that time away from the gossiping world or have that time away from scrolling and comparing myself to other people and other businesses. But you know what I've realized? Like one every time I've heard these successful business owners tell their story, I noticed that all of them say that it didn't happen for them overnight. Like some of these people that I be looking at they just now are seeing the fruits of their labor after being in business for 10 to 15 years. And I'm sure that they've had some times where they wanted to give up because again, no one is motivated 100% of the time, no matter what they say, but they didn't give up even when things seem small. Like they could have had a small business the last nine years, but on the 10th year, it became a big business, a multi-million dollar business, a six-figure business, a billion dollar business. Like see what I'm saying? And that also leads to the question of how bad do you want it? And I'm constantly asking um, myself, that's a question that's always in the back of my head. Like how bad do you want it? How much are you committed to the process in doing what God told you to do, even if you don't see the immediate results? Like there's going to be highs and lows, but stay focused on the end goal and don't let the fear of beginning stop you from starting. Because like the verse says, the Lord rejoices just to see the work begin. So the Lord is happy about you starting a new thing. And you should be too. Like get excited about executing what God told you to do. Get excited about executing your goals, executing your plan. And before we go, I do want to go over reasons why you shouldn't despise the small beginnings. So reason number one, don't despise the small beginnings because those small beginnings will pay off tenfold a hundredfold however God sees fit it will pay off and that's so you can tell people about how God remained faithful in the process how he remained faithful even in the little things like everything we do no matter what God has called you to I truly honestly believe and I feel like I've said this on another podcast that our sole purpose is to tell people about God to spread the gospel to bring people closer to God whether it's through our stories through the way that we talk through the way that we live just everything like that is our sole purpose no matter if you have 10 degrees one degree five businesses one business one source of passive income no matter what like jobs like our sole purpose is to honor God and bring people close to him so also the Lord keeps his promise number two if he told you to do something and he has revealed to you how he's going to bless you through it don't discredit him by giving up or groaning or moaning about what you're not seeing hold tight that he will see you through don't trick yourself out of the promise and i'm in y'all i'm saying this for me because a lot of times we give credit to the enemy you know we say don't let the enemy trick you out of the promise but a lot of times we trick ourselves out of the promise because we think that god isn't going to do what he said that he was going to do like god may have told you yes your business is going to be successful but there are going to be moments that you're going to have to grow throughout the process every moment that you are developing or building it isn't going to be a happy moment and is it going to be a moment where you're super excited like there are 
enthusiasm levels go high and low when you start in a business. Like it, your emotions are all over the place, but the Lord will do what he said that he is going to do. And God just gave me that revelation as I was speaking. So I'm knowing that this is for me and this is for somebody else. So please don't trick yourself out of the promise with your negative thoughts. Turn those into positive thoughts. Turn those into speaking positive affirmations over yourself, over your business, over anything that you are starting. Number three, God is building up your character or maturing you in the beginning, which sets the tone for how successful you'll be in your career, in your business, in your relationships, in your craft, etc. So I'm going to say that again because God is building up your character or maturing you in the beginning, which sets the tone for how successful you'll be in your career, in your business, in your relationship, in your craft, etc. So remember I said that God can see over the hill, right? So he wants to make sure that you are fully developed into what he is taking you into. God is not going to take you into something prematurely. He knows that, okay, I have this, um, I know that Jessica is going to be a successful business owner or Amber is going to be this wonderful, amazing nurse. You know what I'm saying? It requires a level of maturity. It requires a certain level of growth. So I'm not going to allow her to take that same mindset or that same attitude into this next season because I need her to be at a level where she is able to handle what it is that I'm trying to give her. And that's how God is. Like He's not going to bring you or let you have something while you're in a premature state. You know, and that's just for a baby. You're not going to give a baby whole milk. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going to give them formula and you're going to grow them along the way. And then once they get to that level where they can, like you're preparing them to get to that level of where they can take regular milk. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, I work for Wix, so I'm just trying to get these little baby analogies. But y'all get the point. Y'all get what I'm saying. Okay, number four. Don't despise the small beginnings because... God doesn't like this gives him an opportunity to help you grow in the things of him. God wants to help grow you. He wants to be invited into your business, invited into everything that you do, invited into your family, invited into your home, invited into your love life. Like all God needs is that open invitation. And by you just not despising the small beginnings, it gives God an opportunity to come in and to do some inner work within you as well as outer work within you. So that's it. Those are my reasons why you shouldn't despise the small beginnings. I know that there are many, many, many more, but I just felt like those four were very important. And so as a closeout for this episode, I'm going to say a prayer. So bow your heads, if you will. Um, If you're listening while driving, please don't bow your heads. I do not want you guys to crash, but I just want to say this prayer because I want to speak some positivity in your life. We are going to just claim victory and claim that we aren't going to despise the small beginnings. Instead, we will embrace it. Okay, so here we go. Father God, we are coming to you today to thank you for our small beginnings. We will no longer look at it as something dreadful or negative, but we will rejoice because a new thing is starting. We know that from our small beginnings, you are creating room for us to grow. We know that you are building our character and we know that greatness will stem from it. Let us not be blinded by that small foundation that we see, but let us look ahead to the future, to the new Jerusalem that's to come. God, we know that greater lies ahead for each and every one of us right now in the ministry that you called us to. Allow us to continue walking in your purpose, to never give up, and to be a light in such a dark world. Nevertheless, God, we pray that you get the glory in everything that we do. Amen.
so that's it you guys i pray that you have a wonderful and successful week again embrace 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 and appreciate your small beginnings because you will look back on it like god was really he was really growing me you know i was i was immature then but god was taking me to new levels he was maturing my faith he was maturing me physically he was maturing me spiritually to handle all that he has for me so like i said that's it you guys and i'll talk to you guys next week bye